Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast is number 1,536. The topic is Q&A, and the title is, How Can I Catch Up? <laughs> so we're coming out of the holidays. I hope everybody had a great uh, holiday season, and maybe yours is still continuing, and uh, whatever your holiday may be, might be coming up yet. So if that's the case, then this will be helpful, uh, kind of preactive. <laughs> You'll know it now, and then you can uh, use it later. But if you're coming out of your holiday, if you're going to be coming out of a holiday, or even if you just had like a deviation due to a special event, but you're wondering, you know, how can I catch back up? Well, uh, really, the the answer is a crappy one, and I understand every time I tell a client this, it's not what they want to hear, but I, I don't make the rules. I just tell you what the rules are. <laughs> so the best way to get back on track is just to do what you're supposed to already be doing. <laughs> you know, it, it's simple, it's not fun, but it's absolutely the exact right thing. Now, you know, whatever your nutrition parameters are, just go back to them. Don't try to cut extra calories or do extra crazy crap. Just do exactly what you're supposed to be doing. If you're, whatever your goals were with training, don't try to add a bunch of extra activities and a bunch of other things. Um, you know, just get back to what you're already supposed to be doing. Now, with that said, no one ever does that. It's frustrating <laughs> because I'm telling you it's the right thing because I've seen it. I've, I've trained people. Uh, get, I've been paid to train people for 21 years of my life. I have trained over 3,000 people. I have their names on my computer. So uh, I counted at up to 3,000. There were more, and I was like, that's good enough. <laughs> so I have over 3,000 people's names in my computer. I know them personally. I know things about their life. We've talked. you know. So I helped them individually, one-on-one, 3,000 people. And I'm telling you, the best freaking answer, I have every educational certification you can think of, the best answer is just to go back to doing what you're supposed to be doing. Don't overcompensate. Just do whatever it was you're supposed to be doing, and then continue to do that more. <laughs> so, you know, if you've messed up three of the last three days, then yeah, that doesn't look good and it doesn't feel good. You know, I've had three days, I did a crappy job in all three, crap. <laughs> but three bad days over the next week or the next two weeks isn't that bad. You know, so if you have three bad days out of the next like 14, that's not bad. So just get back on track. Be consistent. Even if you mess up a few days. You know, maybe you mess up an extra four, you know, an extra like a fourth day and a fifth day. But you only do that for like the next month. You know, so you have 28 days and you've only messed up five? That's freaking awesome. Congratulations. So you might have started by messing up three of three. <laughs> but if you can get, you know, a, a good day, another good day, another good day, then maybe a bad one, another good day, another good day, another good day, maybe a bad one, another good day, another good day. Just rack up the good days, you know. That is going to be what, what matters. Try to outnumber the bad days. So you don't have to do anything special. Just do what you're supposed to already be doing. Don't try to do more because you're not even doing what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> so, you know, if I can't jump six feet, I'm not going to try to jump six feet by jumping eight feet. Makes no damn sense. So don't try to do more than what you're already not doing. <laughs> Just do what you're already not doing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> now, I have had people ask, you know, 
what what do I what what about, can I add walks? And I, can I can I go for a walk outside of my training? I'm like, okay, but don't try to speed walk and set like some kind of world record for the, how fast you can move your feet. You know, try to do things that are low impact if it relates to your goal. You know, walks are good for if you're wanting to burn up a little bit of extra calories, but don't go nuts with it. Maybe you want to. Maybe your goal is muscle building. Add in a little bit of a like. Maybe you do a 10, 20 minute workout doing calves and abs, or grip training, or forearms, or you know, just want to do some side delt work. Sure, as long as it's low impact. Just don't tick off your joints and cause a bunch of inflammation. Uh, maybe your goal is strength. Do some stretching. Oh, I know. Uh huh. Yep, you're not going to do that. <laughs> but do like some stretches for your piriformis. That's probably tight. Do some stretches for your adductors. That's probably tight. Do some mobility work for your shoulders and upper back, your thoracic spine. Do some stuff like that, like that's low impact, but it still has significance towards your goal. I've had clients even, you know, as they come out of uh, being off track, we set up a point system. I did this actually with a client recently, so let me read you through it real quick. So we set up a point system because they were saying that they wanted to make a game out of it because they were kind of bored. And I was like, okay, let's do this. So they had been doing a bunch of dieting. They found they were bored with it, and they uh, had listened to a podcast, talked to a friend, blah, blah, blah. They came to me, and I said, let's make a little point system. So what we did with nutrition was if they're within their calorie targets, they get one point. If they're in their calorie and protein targets, they get two points. If they're in their calorie, protein, and distribution, like meal timing targets, three points. And then they have calories, protein, distribution, and they keep their sugars low, because this was important for them, uh, to under 60 grams of sugar throughout the day. Uh, and that includes sugar around training, if they train that day, four points. So they can earn four points, up to four points nutritionally. Then exercise, if they do 10 minutes of movement, doesn't even matter what the hell it is, just move for 10 minutes, above normal you know, daily life, uh, one point. 30 minutes of movement, two points. 30 minutes of a programmed workout from what I wrote for them, three points. So they can earn four points nutritionally, three points exercise-wise, and then we count how many points they can get in two weeks. Why do we do two weeks rather than eight weeks? Is because life happens, and sometimes... Uh, you can't control some things that happen throughout your day. So you had a four-point day planned, but you only get one point. Uh, if, you, if you expand how long you count for, you know, so uh, two weeks versus one week, then one day outside of your control isn't as impactful in two-week span than it is in a one-week span. But also two weeks is short enough that it's something they can compare. So we don't want to say, you know, get as many points as you can in the next six months, and we'll compare the next six months. And you're like, oh, my God, that's way too long. Uh, so two weeks seems like a really good goal. There's a lot of books to back that up, by the way. Uh, a lot of the books will land between 10 to 14 days. 10 to me is weird because nobody wants to count from, like, Monday to next Wednesday, the next Thursday to next, you know, Saturday. This gets weird. So if we keep a weekly schedule, two weeks is a pretty good uh, landing point. So their goal is to rack up as many points as they can in two weeks, and then can they maintain those points in the next two weeks, the next two weeks, the next two weeks, the next weeks. And what we'll see is we'll see that this is a motivator for them to be ad more adherent. So if you notice, they're focusing on what they're doing every day rather than where they're getting from it, because if they focus on what they're doing every day, they will get something for it. If focusing on adherence is more important than trying to measure results. You have to be adherent first to get the results. <laughs> so... 
that's something that we did that if you wanted to, if you wanted to kind of reignite your interest in what you're doing, you could set up a point structure, something like that, that helps kind of create more motivation. But essentially, what you can do to get back on track, what you can do to catch up, is just to do what you're already supposed to be doing. Like I said, if you had some bad days, put some good days next to them. And that's going to help a lot. If you don't have a plan of what to do. So I'm talking about getting back to things. If you're like, I never even did things before I had the crappy days. I just know they aren't good days and I don't know what to go back to. Well, podcast 1,232 is a nutrition podcast that will start here. And it literally tells you step by step how to set up your own nutrition program. You can find that podcast on our website, www.brewlearngym.com. Uh, then we also have a podcast I just did two days ago, uh, podcast 1,534 is a training podcast titled How Much Does What You Do Matter? And it'll actually talk to you about like exercise-wise, what should you do based on your goals. So if you don't have something to go back to, podcast 1,232 will tell you what to do for nutrition, podcast 1,534 will tell you what to do with exercise. There you go. Okay. So the worst thing you could possibly do when trying to get back on track, when trying to catch up, is to swing the pendulum the other way. So it's like driving, is if you drift a little bit to the right, you should not violently steer your steering wheel to the left. Don't just crank the steering wheel to the left and then go flying off the other side. <laughs> so my dad, uh, he's... He worked for the Department of Transportation. He has driven his entire life. Uh, he started driving way before he was uh, legally allowed, I'm sure. But he always told my brother and I, it's like, if you're driving, we grew up in Pennsylvania and the backwoods of Pennsylvania. So there are roads where if you go past, like if you go outside, uh, like the white line, there's no road. <laughs> and he's like, if you drift off and your wheel drops off the road, do not try to swerve as hard as you back can back onto the road you'll go you'll wipe out so you just ease back onto the road take a deep breath breathe out and then you ease back on so the best way to get back on track is don't violently swerve in the opposite direction just get back on the road and drive straight that's it okay so if i drop off on my nutrition don't set up these crazy ass insane parameters I'm never eating a carb again for the rest of my life. You're an idiot. Don't do that. <laughs> You're going to hate yourself. So you don't have to do crazy things. Do not respond with crazy things that you don't do. Again, if I'm trying to jump six feet, I don't do that by trying to jump eight feet. If I want to be more consistent with my nutrition, I don't just give up entire groups of food. I don't say, well, I'm not, that's it. I'm not going to eat except for these three hours of the day. Intermittent fasting. Yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, like if, you're coming, if you're coming from eating haphazardly, randomly, whenever it fit your schedule, and now you're like, schedule be damned, I'm only going to do this. That is very uh, unlikely to be successful. Let's say it that way. Uh, if, if I'm not even adherent to things that are less strict, doing something more strict yeah does it sound like a good idea no to me but to you maybe yes you're like man you know i've been messing up but if i can do this and this is like a super awesome amazing thing i can catch up faster that would only be true if you're able to do it 
if the parameters of it are so insane that you're not going to be consistent with it, then yes, on paper, it can look like it's productive. But what does it look like in the real life? Freaking mental misery is what it looks like in real life. So don't do that. Don't do crazy things to catch up. Just get back on the road and drive straight. Drive straight. Do the boring thing of just doing what you're supposed to do and doing it day after day after day after day. The best way to get back on track, the best way to catch up is over time, not instantly. Very rarely will you ever find something that's instant that is a good idea <laughs> when it comes to like nutrition and training. So that is my advice. Uh, take it for what you will. Uh, but the advice is to just do what you're supposed to do and do it for a lot of good days so that way the bad days are outnumbered by the good days and they don't seem that bad. Okay? So don't do anything super crazy. Can you add small, like, low-impact things, like going for a walk? Sure. Can you add, you know, a couple training days, like maybe add a training day a week where you just work on calves, abs, maybe side shoulders, biceps or something. Some small muscles. Sure. But don't go crazy on them. Don't cause a bunch of inflammation and tick everything off. Can you add stretching? Do some, like, 20-minute yoga. That sounds ridiculous to some people, but it's absolutely helpful. Like, I actually, uh, I had a Zumba instructor certification when I was younger, yes, and I took a lot of Pilates classes uh, when I was younger. I forget if I did the certification. I did the certification class, but I forgot whether, I don't know if I, what I did with certification. But I took a lot of Pilates classes. I did Zumba. I did a lot of other stuff because it's just fun and weird, and I wanted to learn a lot about it. Uh, Pilates destroyed my abs, good Lord. Um, they're a wonderful workout, but I did a lot of weird fun stuff, um, you know, when I was younger in college and had more free time, but that's the ways that I would kind of like feel, okay, I can't lift any more weights cause I've done that too much <laughs> and it's going to get detrimental, but can I go do a Pilates class? Can I do a Zumba class? Can I go do some kind of group fitness goofball thing that was just fun and it burned some calories and kept me moving? Hell yeah. I love doing that stuff. It was uh, great because I had access to do it for free uh, when I was in undergrad and grad school. So very blessing that I, uh, very good blessing there that I had the access to that. But I just did fun things that were low impact, uh, but you know were good. Uh, Meredith and I we recently went to a Barry's boot camp class. She has a a friend of hers who is in charge of like I don't, I don't know what level, but he's like like. United States wide, uh, like marketing kind of level or something like that. But um, we did a Barry's boot camp, and good God. <laughs> so we were uh, running on the treadmill. Mine was like a light jog on the treadmill. Then you do some lightweight kind of like body, you know, things like circuit stuff. So it was fun. Uh, I kicked my butt, and I had borderline heat stroke, but it was fantastic. Uh, I've done like Orange Theory classes, a bunch of other crazy things. It just, just be active, but don't cause a lot of inflammation to your joints uh, just do stuff that gets you sweating a little bit out of breath but doesn't make you feel beat up if you're going to do some extra stuff okay when it comes to nutrition don't do anything crazy just just please do the basics <laughs> again you can listen to podcast 1232 focus on calories and protein and distribution you know track those things see if you can do a point system that could be fun so i hope this was helpful i know it's not super fun to hear that there isn't much you can do extra uh, because you don't want to overdo it, and then all of a sudden you need all this extra recovery time for what you've overdone. 
you know, your motivation burns out, your willpower burns out, your body burns out, and then all of a sudden you have to shut everything down to recover. So don't overdo it, which forces over-recovery, and then all of a sudden you're swinging back and forth. Just get back on track, okay? If you have any questions about any of this, um, you know, if you want to tell me your specific situation and you have a question, just let me know. Our email is brewlarengym at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, if you like today's podcast or podcast in general, please share it. The more people you share it with, the more people can help. When you share it, please let people know that we answer their questions for free. Thank you to those who donate to support the podcast. The podcast is well over $1,000 a year for hosting costs. I give an hour to it every day, and we're going to keep it for free. So you can donate on our website at www.brutalirongym.com. We have options for a one-time donation, monthly donation, yearly donation, even just $5 a month. It does add up, and it does help. So thank you to those who do that. Also, if you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels on the Instagram. I post on there every day. And YouTube, I post there uh, pretty often now. So check those out. If you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you want to know, let us know at our email, brutalirongym at gmail.com. As always, I hope this was helpful. And thank you for listening.